getting the support you need. I can tell you from experience and from chats with other seven-figure entrepreneur friends that the moment in time when you find the right support, everything just shifts and you get to focus on the real reason you started the business in the first place. My guest today, Stacey Paley, started Got Your Back Solutions with that exact ethos in mind. Welcome to today's show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, hello everyone. Duff Gardner here with Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. And I am ex super excited to be talking to you today. My guest is a really good friend of mine, someone that I've been fortunate enough to have the chance to work with quite a lot lately. Uh, super cool. Uh, hails from Portland, Oregon. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, welcome everybody. Stacy Paley of Got Your Back Solutions. Welcome, Stacy. Thanks, Duff. It's a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. It's so nice to have you here on the podcast today. Uh, you know, we were just chatting uh, online before we started this and uh, we were talking about things like uh, websites and and uh, acronyms and business and you know some of the challenges that business owners face when they're starting up or when they're in the throes of their business and um, so I know that your business kind of uh, you know, focuses in on some of those challenges. In other words, supporting business owners to be the best business owners they can be. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Got Your Back Solutions? Well, thanks, Steph. Got Your Back Solutions is an operations agency. So what that means is we do the business things that people don't want to do or that they don't have time for or that they may not be good at. And in that way, we ensure that entrepreneurs can make the changes in the world that they want to make in a way that's going to keep their business sound moving into the future. Right. You know, there are going to be more changes in the next 30 years than there have been in the last 300. And entrepreneurs are perfectly positioned now to take advantage of the technologies and of the opportunities but all too often, they may have real great strengths and vision, but not necessarily a, a robust background in business. And that's what we do. We make the business part of business work for, for them. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal because uh, we talk about this on the podcast, that in the next 10 years, over 51% of us are going to be in some form of self-employment, freelancing, working on your own. And that's a totally new normal that we were not set up and prepared for. And like, it's just not. And I know your personal journey involves coming from the corporate realm. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. In fact, I'd like to say that it's 
the journey that's brought me to this point, and I am so glad that it has. I've worked in big corporate, startups, nonprofits, and you know what that's given me is an opportunity to really see all different kinds of businesses, which makes us better at helping businesses succeed. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, and the thing is, there's so many types of businesses starting now, um, you know, like there's small local businesses, there are uh, service-based businesses. Um, I mean, there's so many kinds of, there's side hustle businesses, you know, but I, I think as someone who myself has, you know, had, uh, who I have my, you know, I have my hands in a bunch of those kinds of businesses, either as an investor or as an owner or a practitioner, you know what I, I know it always starts to go better once the principals involved have a certain level of support that they can trust. It sort of frees them up to focus in on what they're really, really good at. Don't you agree with that? Oh, you're right on, Duff. I mean, after all, HR, things like hiring and firing or even team development or or what kind of IT you need to use or or documenting your standard operating procedures, you know, that is not the lifeblood for most entrepreneurs. Right. And I guess it's what makes me and my team a little unusual is we love doing that stuff. Um, part of what we want to do is see people work in a world that they love. And we're the kind of integrator geeks who just love optimizing a business. Right. Yeah, I mean, one of one of the businesses that I have my hand in as an investor, um, it's a local business, and I know one of the challenges is the um, operating uh, CEO. Uh, you know, obviously wants to focus on things that are kind of problems and problem solving every day, and they may not be the most effective and efficient uh, use of his time, right? And that happens a lot. And you know, he's just trying to stand in the business and do do what needs to be done. And I think that's a really common thing with business owners. They can't see the forest through the trees. And, you know, when that support comes around, things really start to shift. You know, you're right on, Duff. Uh, there, there's a book called Rocket Fuel by uh, Gina Wickman and Mark Winters. And they talk about integrators and visionaries. Most of the time, people who create businesses are visionaries. They're expert in whatever thing, problem they're trying to solve, and maybe not as um, desirous of thinking about how you get things done, how you prioritize, how you work through human being problems. Um, and that's what we do. That's cool. I love that. Now, uh, you offer a suite of services, and so you're quite nimble, which I really like. And in fact, that's part of our our relationship is that we're doing some work together and kind of sorting out some of the some of the the elements of your your business offering. Um, and so I'm curious, like if you were to kind of lob a dart and talk to people about specifically how you might interface with their business, walk me through a scenario so that some of our listeners can kind of understand what that looks like. Absolutely. Um... I'm going to give you two examples, and, and I have to say, Duff, I just love, love, love working with you because you remind me to keep it simple, to be balanced, and build towards success. And so I really appreciate that. I feel very confident in, um, in, in that you've got my back so I can get the back of other businesses. Oh, thanks, Stacey. I'm blushing. You can't see that, guys, but I'm blushing. 
<laughs> Let me give you two examples. Okay. So um, there's a client of mine that's uh, called Love Them Lead. And we're going to be developing a, um, a measurement system for them to figure out how do you measure transformation. So Love Then Lead is a heart-centered uh, business that helps leaders build confidence and connect to their audience. And they want to track that they're, that they're successful. So it's an interesting problem. What, in addition to clicks and posts, will help show a measurement of transformation. Now, I haven't solved that one yet, but but that's an example. Um, another client is uh, KGBI. It's in Colorado. They do uh, top shelf small batch cannabis suppliers to uh, Colorado's premier dispensaries, and their focus is on uh, techniques and technologies to be more sustainable. Okay, so we're developing an intern program for them. We're doing some technical solutions to help in the capturing of all their data for the plants so that they can increase their yield. Um, we're doing some standard operating procedures and helping them with research. Got it. If that seems like a lot, we're sort of like a team in a pocket, if you will. We, we have um, nine people with a range of experiences who really can provide support as a full-fledged virtual team. Right. That's, yeah, that's really interesting because, um, you know, uh, those two examples are quite distinct types of operations. And so I love that, that you have the team and the resources available to help such a diversity of entrepreneurs. You know, I think that, um, you know, definitely when you have a bigger operation and by bigger i mean you know more than one person you start to need systems in place to track everybody to track projects i like that you're doing standard operating procedures sops those kinds of things are really important when you start to scale and then working with someone who is kind of solopreneur um, i know for a fact and there's probably a lot of our listeners that can attest to this that any time that you feel supported when you've got a lot of technical issues or kind of you've got kind of an idea in your head of what you're trying to get, but you don't know how to get there and you need the support to get there. It's really brilliant that you bring together all these different support elements to help people like that. I think that's fantastic. Well, and that's one of the things that we're testing too, Duff, and, and you and I have talked about that is uh, in a way we're creating a different kind of business and with the expectation that that'll work. Uh, but it's new. It doesn't really exist in its form yet. And right. it's one of the things that we're looking to, you use the term MVP, and, and I call it um, SLC. It's minimum viable product. I, I think of it in terms of a simple output, right, that, that's complete in its own right but very nimble. Um, and so we're testing this idea of a virtual team. Using extremely experienced people who have done this in various size companies in the past. Right. Yeah, I love I love the name Nimble. Um, geez, if I was your branding person, I'd almost tell you that's a good name. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some software called Nimble, so you can't have that. But no, I think that's what you actually uh, provide for your clients is you allow them to be nimble. And I mean, that's the time we're living in right now. Is that you can't really get stuck on a small thing for too long. You got to kind of move. And you got to pursue opportunities and you got to be supported in doing that. So um, I think Nimble is a really, 
really, really cool word. And that kind of leads me to, um, you know, like uh, I, I read your bio a bit because like we know each other in terms of our current context. And I, I was quite curious where you came from. And I remember you came from the corporate world. But um, like if you think about your origin story, which I think will be super interesting to the listeners here today, like how, why the heck did you get into this kind of stuff anyway? Well, you know, believe it or not, Duff, I started off in the nonprofit world of theater. Wow. And how I got from there to here is a journey. Right. <laughs> I, I'd like to say that it began with a, with a theme that collaboration solves problems. One ah. of the things that the theater does, and, and I kind of bounced back and forth between uh, theater and, and uh, advertising for a little while, mm-hmm. um, it's a very collaborative environment. People come together with different points of view, but there's always a product at the end. And really, that's one of my philosophies and the philosophies of our company in that there's a little time for play, if you will, experience and investigation. But at the end of the day, you have to pull it together into an end result. Right. Um, So from the theater world, I moved into, uh, went back into advertising when I came to to Portland and um, ended up at a small startup, a tech startup, going to the exact opposite side of my brain, um, a company called One World Internetworking, which was led by a woman named Susan Hamill. And they did virtual hosting and and put uh, utilities into the internet business back in the 90s during the internet bubble. It was a very different kind of business. And you know, one of the things I learned there, besides the fact that technical people are a breed onto themselves, (laughs) (laughs) is that transparency will build commitment. The leader of this company was very transparent in her operations and had made some clear thoughts about what she shared with people in terms of the finances, in terms of the um, clients and, and the growth of the business as it was happening. Mm-hmm. And, and what it did was it built an allegiance of her people that was very strong. Uh, if you will, she, she dropped the waterline. She was very, very heartfelt with us, even though we were in a highly intellectual business. And what that meant was when the dot-com bubble burst, people were willing to do amazing things. They worked for less money. They said, I'll forego a paycheck in order to keep this company alive. Now, everybody's got to eat. I'm not advocating that by any means. But I was so struck by how a leader could create that kind of loyalty and that sense of transparency, which builds commitment is actually one of the lessons I took away from that experience. So that led you to this kind of a business, which is interesting because um, what it sounds like you're saying is that like your lessons in leadership have translated into how you can support leaders. I think that's true. And, you know, from there, Duff, I went into corporate at at that time, and then I went into deeper IT. So I was uh, working for an IT department in a a utility that served five states. It was uh, ultimately purchased by Berkshire Hathaway Energy. And 
ended up going through, I don't know, 16 different layoffs, right-sizings, alignments. It's almost, you know, pure classic corporate interactions. Um, and, and stayed in technology, but evolved in my path so that I ended up doing compliance. Uh, I was working on keeping the grid safe from the bad guys, yeah. which uh, is called uh, cybersecurity infrastructure protection. Lots of words, right? But it basically means keeping the grid safe. And it involved a lot of documentation, a lot of understanding of technology. And I wasn't the expert, but I had to work with the experts to get them to do things they didn't necessarily want to do. And in a corporate environment, that's saying something. (laughs) I think that what I've learned from that is a few things. Is that, number one, different experiences really help you learn and support others. And secondly, when there are these things, whether it's standard operating procedures or proper documentation of HR policies, there's a reason for them, and, and the real issue is translating what you're doing into the why, and then getting people to do these things, which frankly aren't necessarily fun, but they're important. Cool. So, I mean, it's just back to this idea that um, uh, the, I think the way that I think of that is you have your 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 systems that you're creating within your organization are like a springboard to a higher level of leadership you know and i think that's really amazing because um you know i think that i've done this myself uh sometimes you're kind of you're hanging out in the weeds in your business and um you see somebody else you talk to somebody else and they have some kind of a really great system where they get stuff done way more effectively and quickly and, you know, and then it's just like, wow, this is an epiphany. This is great. And all of a sudden you've just, you create this flow within what you're trying to accomplish. Um, I mean, I can say this in terms of a podcast. Podcasts have a, a ton of different steps to get them done. And, um, you know, a lot of people step into it and just want to start. And actually to do a good one, you, you know, there's a few steps involved. So I love it that you guys are really focused on creating systems to support leaders. I think that's amazing. We are, and you know, systems are only as good as the processes, and you can you can automate anything, but if it's not going to be effective, it doesn't need that automation. And so what it really ends up translating to is people, what people need to do and what their focus is. And so building relationships in addition to the systems has really been the through line for me. And uh, the final part of my evolution before we got into Got Your Back stuff was um, I, I ended up going to Nike uh, and then Xerox doing privacy work. It, it kind of continued the compliance. But that whole sense of relationships is vitally important when you're in huge corporations where there are teams spread all over the globe. And again, I, I found myself doing these things, privacy, um, there are rules in Canada and rules in Europe and rules coming into the U.S. In fact, uh, California has, a, has, a, has an act that's going to come into enforcement in January. And, and once again, I found myself having to work with people all across different disciplines, different areas, different systems. And we were asking them to do things that they didn't necessarily want to do, like documentation or operating differently. And the end result of all of this 
is a real understanding, curiosity, and support for the ways different businesses need to operate to be the best that they can be. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and again, like back to what we talked about at the beginning is, um, you know, what, what works for a solopreneur is not going to work for a small business of 12 people, you know? And exactly. so having, having, having your back, so to speak, right. <laughs> having your, having your back, no matter what the circuit and, and plus companies can expand and contract based on the marketplace. Right. So having support, uh, as you go through that process is really, really important. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's being a, a business manager's best friend, if you will, or standing alongside a solopreneur or doing pr project work for a, a group of people who are, who are totally focused on, uh, on their current objectives, and we can enhance the team and it helps businesses become more secure, more nimble, and know that they're managing their risks in um, a really important way that's going to protect them in the long run so they can avoid some of those gotchas like fines or legal activity or some of those things that can tank a business. Now, on your journey that you've taken to get to this point, um, I'm always curious what some key insights people have along the journey. Like, I think as we kind of get started and we get moving and we're, we're moving things along, um, life kind of hits us. And through those experiences, we come up with some lessons that, um, you know, we like to transfer to other people. If I ask you that question, what are some key insights in your journey? What would you say? Great question, Duff. Um, I would say I roll it up into the four C's and shh. <laughs> yeah. And what those are, the four C's are being curious, Looking yep. at challenges as opportunities, being creative, mm -hmm. being competent, and then the sh is S is for success. That success is really in the frame. It's your mindset. Right. And you got to keep a sense of humor along the way. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah, humor is good. <laughs> That's why my <laughs> podcast has got a goofy name. But um, you know, like it's important we keep it light sometimes when we're learning things and we're we're in business and we're all in it together. So um, now, there's a way that people can get in touch with you. What is what is the best way to get in touch with Stacy and Got Your Back Solutions? I'd say the best way is to just send an email to info at gotyourbacksolutions.com. Okay. Right. Or come visit our website at gotyourbacksolutions.com. That's fantastic. Yeah, I was looking at your website and it's really, you know, like I can't tell you how many people I know who are self-employed in particular that are just looking for that level of support um, so that they can just focus on the gift that they want to get out into the world. And so um, I was very excited to have you on the show and um, I'm excited to see your progress as you roll these services out in all these different areas to the different sizes of business businesses. I think that's amazing. And I, I really have enjoyed working with you and getting to know you today and outside of the podcast, Stacey. So thank you so much for coming on board. 
Thank you, Duff. Back at you, you are a real gem and people are really lucky to work with you and to listen to your work because I've learned so much from you and look forward to more. So thank you. Thanks, Stacy. Thanks so much. One more time, everybody, if you want to get in touch with Stacy and learn more about uh, how her business can support you in getting your mission out into the world, it is info at gotyourbacksolutions.com. Thanks very much, everyone. I'm Duff Gardner. Remember, teach what you love, live from your truth. See you next time. Bye. Hey, everyone. I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth. So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.